This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, welcome to Politics by Faith, brought to you by Patriot Gold Group and the Public Square app. We did a special on the first TV about the Biden crime family. Uh, I'm going to be totally honest with you here. There's not a ton of faith part in this show. Uh, we do about three minutes at the end where I bring in some Proverbs 1 in the name of empowering us. Because you have wisdom. These people, they may be smart, but they're not good. And other people may be smart or shrewd, but they don't have wisdom. You do. So if you just want to hear that, you can skip to the last like three minutes or so. And I won't be mad, I promise. Uh, if you do want to know deeper and more ins and outs than anyone about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, it's not Hunter Biden, it's Joe Biden, uh, then this is a great special for it. We talked to Senator Ron Johnson. We talked with Peter Schweitzer from the Government Accountability Institute. No one knows more. And then Emma Jo Morris, who broke the Hunter Biden laptop story. And she's amazing at talking about why this matters, not just Joe and Hunter and being compromised, but how the intel agencies were in on it from the jump and working against you and working against the truth. That's today's special. Hey, welcome to our special corruption, a Biden family business. This is the most important thing to know about Joe Biden. Joe Biden is not a bumbling fool. Now let me, let's think that in, because now you're, just, you're going through all these examples of like, well, of course he is later. Remember when this, remember when that? Yeah, yeah. He's now old and more senile every day. And we've seen all the clips. You've seen all the clips. You've, you, you, you get it. But, and by the way, it's going to get way worse throughout this campaign than any clip you've seen of Joe Biden gaffing. But Biden has benefited the last few decades of his political career in D.C. with the perception that he's just a gaff machine, right? And then because that, that buys into this, oh, he's just like a lovable teddy bear, you know, regular old Joe guy. No, he's not. Joe Biden is shrewd. He knows what he's doing. He's not stepping on rakes all the way to the presidency, right? You don't trip and fall into multi-million dollar crime enterprises, which is what we're going to highlight today. He's a lot like Nancy Pelosi in that. You look at Nancy Pelosi on camera and she's like a disaster. You're like, how could this woman function at all in life, let alone be Speaker of the House for so long and be so effective at it? Well, it's behind the scenes, right? They're good at what they do, even if what they do is bad. So I really agree with Alex Marlowe. He's the editor-in-chief of Breitbart.com. He has a book called Breaking Biden here. Oh, there we go. Oh, I just jumped out of scene to show that I got the book right here, right, right in, within reach. Now look at that, there it is right there. Um, we need to stop thinking of Joe Biden as, as Sleepy Joe, as this guy who's just doddering in his basement. Joe Biden is a shrewd, lying, ambitious man who for nearly his entire life has had the single goal of becoming president of the United States. 
Now, I know a lot of people are like, oh, so that's a lot of ad hominems. Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna highlight today lies. Uh, shrewd's not like an insult. I don't really mean that like deceptive, I guess is kind of an insult, but like that's true. And he's ambitious, which could be good or bad. But he's not Uncle Joe. He doesn't stump, you don't stumble in the White House. You have to work at it. So we got to reset the narrative of Joe Biden. You can't just say he's old and senile. He's worse than that. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he and his whole family have gotten rich off of it in the process. Thrilled to talk on the show with Emma Jo Morris. She's the one who broke the Hunter Biden laptop story with the, when she was at the New York Post. Um, she's amazing. She gets this. She, she understands the why better than anyone, why this matters. We're going to talk with Peter Schweitzer, who knows more about the what than anybody else. Uh, from the Government Accountability Institute. Like, he broke all of this Hunter Biden stuff. And then we'll talk with Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, who in D.C. has been there from the very beginning. Uh, Peter Schweitzer, by the way, says the Bidens have run a very sophisticated crime enterprise. And this is done not despite his mumbling and stumbling. <laughs> Forget about that stuff. Focus on what he's done to get into the White House and what he's done since he's been there. And Joe Biden has been bad for this country. And the word we're going to talk about a lot in this show is compromised. By the way, Joe Biden's been in D.C. This is my favorite Joe Biden fact. He's been in Washington, D.C. for 51 years. How can that possibly be true? So the, we've been a country for 236 years. So Joe Biden has been in Washington, D.C. for 22% of the entire existence of the United States. <laughs> if, you, if you take the entire existence of America... Since the ratifying of the Constitution, Joe Biden's been there one-fifth of the entire time. That's amazing. So I said he's a liar. That's not just me saying that. I know people are like, oh, sir, it's so mean. I, I don't know what you want to say. And this is nothing new. Let's go back 33 years. When Clarence Thomas was confirmed, being confirmed by the Senate to be Supreme Court Justice, Joe Biden led the confirmation hearings. There he is. Oh, look at that. That's very serious face. Uh, before the hearings, Senator Biden told Clarence Thomas to his face, that the hearings, listen, I don't want, they're not going to be an ordeal. I'm going to give you a couple, you're going to be nervous, naturally. So I'm going to give you a couple softballs at first, help you relax, because I want you to be able to do your best. That's what he said. And he assured Clarence Thomas that there's no tricks up my sleeve. And Clarence said, instead of that softball he promised to ask, he threw a beanball straight at my head. Clarence Thomas said that while he was at Yale Law School, which was just a couple of years before, now, after Joe Biden plagiarized his way through Syracuse Law School, uh, Clarence Thomas would listen to this song called uh, Smiling Faces by the uh, Undisputed Truth. And the opening line to the song is, Smiling faces sometimes pretend to be your friend. Smiling faces show no traces of the evil that lurks within. And Clarence Thomas said he met, met one of those people in the Senator Joe Biden who lied throughout that entire fiasco. And he knew it. Joe knew it, of course. He didn't care. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The one thing I want us to know about Joe, so that's like the first like big picture point, is like he's not, he knows what he's doing. He's not a bumbling guy, old man in his basement, even though he's getting more senile every day. But the big thing I want to know about Joe Biden in big picture is his ambition. So here's the background. Joe's uncle... So his dad's brother got rich selling sealants for coffins. <laughs> like, so that sounds ridiculous. It's true. Joe's dad got in business with his uncle. And they did great. They got some military contract too. And they got a big house. And they hung out on a yacht. And they lived a really good life. Financially. Then his uncle and dad, they lost it all. And Joe's family moved into his mom's parents' house in Scranton. But the good life lasted long enough for Joe to have tasted it. And the rest of his life was defined by trying to get that good life back and to enter it and to be accepted by those people. When they moved to Delaware, they lived across the street from a, a private school called Archmere Academy, a prestigious private school. And Joe would look at it every day. There it is. And he called it his Oz. Right? It was that place that was just out of reach that he needed to go to so he could be in that upper echelon of society. And Joe, of course, was ne- he was never book smart. But he was able to build up his charisma, and because of his stuttering, like he was able to really work on that the best he could, and he was good enough at football to get in. And his goal was solely to climb the social ladder. He wanted to be a Kennedy. Fast forward, after college, he knew politics was his way to project that image and to elevate his family like the Kennedys. Ben Kramer wrote a book called uh, What It Takes, uh, and he said, the first thing you've got to know about Joe is the house. The house. <laughs> He said, probably the first thing he'd show you anyway. Joe, right when he became senator, bought a 10,000 square foot compound. Look at that thing. That's what he bought in 1974. And the point of this was this was his way to enter into the elites of society, which was his driving mission in life. And this was his, uh, his Nantucket. This is like Kennedy's Nantucket compound right? for the family, which we'll get to later as well. So he had a salary. His salary was $42,000. <laughs> what? I know it's 1974, so that house wasn't worth a ton compared to now. But $42,000? Well, he ended up selling it for six times what he paid for it. Uh, he sold it to an executive at a bank, MBNA, a Delaware bank, one of the major supporters of his campaign. Sold it for much more than what it was actually worth. I'm sure that was all on the up and up as well. That just ties into his ambition, right? Joe did not stumble his way into the White House. He calculated his way there. He did and has done whatever it took to get there. That's why he's not going to give it up easily. Joe has an ideology. And it's so far been a force for bad while he's been able to execute it. Like him there or not. Maybe like, maybe you think he's fine. Just don't sell him short. That's my big point. Don't sell him short as some sort of fool who got there by accident. He knows exactly what he's doing. Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin has been following the Hunter Joe Biden. By the way, it's not the Hunter Biden business, it's Joe Biden's business. Has been following this uh, from the very beginning as well. 
and he'll be here with us next, right here on The First TV. Spread the word. This podcast is brought to you by the Patriot Gold Group. Has been for over a year now. So grateful for these guys. Listen, gold is over $2,000 an ounce. Our uh, debt is $34 trillion. That's ridiculous. And people are like, oh, but it's, it's you know, per GDP, it's not a big deal. Okay, in the 2000s, debt to GDP was about 60%. Now it's 130%, okay? It's a major problem. And there is a direct correlation to the national debt and the price of gold. So really, it's like the only good thing about a high national debt for us is gold goes up. So if you have some, then that's, that's good for you. And then we have the, do- the dollar not being a reserve currency potentially anymore. Certainly, well, not forever, but who knows when that will be. And Trump said that that would be the, our greatest defeat in 200 years is if we lose the reserve currency. All good for gold. Patriot Gold Group, give them a call. These guys are the best. Uh, no fee for life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver. And you can also be eligible, perhaps, for a no fee for life IRA. 1-888-617-6122. You can pause the podcast. We're not going anywhere. And uh, give these guys a call. Get that free investor's guide. one 617 Just tell them you know Mike Slater. Top-rated gold IRA dealer seven years in a row from Consumer Affairs. Pretty good. 888-617-6122 or patriotgoldgroup.com. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Let me state as clearly as I can, my father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. That's such a great, as an artist, (laughs) as an artist is a great aside there at the end. I love, I'm right here. Yeah, you're supposed to be in there though. You're supposed to be in the building. Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin is here. He's the uh, chairman of the Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee, among others. But he's been investigating Hunter Biden from the very beginning. Senator, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Very good. I, uh, so I live in Nashville now, sir. And I was at a Culver's the other day. So I was transported to Wisconsin every time we go to Culver's. And as we were waiting for our delicious hamburger, the screen said that 30% of Wisconsin is farmland. Is that true, sir? I don't think it's uh, almost more than that, but I'm not going to dispute that claim. But uh, Culver's is a great place to eat. They got great custard and they've got great hamburgers. Who are we to question the screen in the uh, in the restaurant of Culver's with, on, their, on their trivia facts of the, of the day as we're waiting for our burger, uh, sir? As someone who doesn't pay attention to politics, uh, and you bump into them in the street, and they're like, "Hey, Senator, I've heard like Hunter Biden or whatever." What's your elevator pitch as to why this is? something we should know about and care about. Well, when you have a president of the United States who's been involved in uh, corruption uh, with his family, basically profiting off his family name for years, maybe even decades, uh, and now that you have a president of the United States that is probably compromised by that fact, you know, we, we don't know all of the uh, vast web of foreign financial entanglements of, of Biden Inc., that, that corrupt uh, uh, family, the, the, the bunch of grifters, but I'll tell you who basically does. Uh, Chinese intelligence, Russian intelligence, Iranian intelligence, 
And when you take a look at the actions that President Biden has taken in office, you have to really scratch your head and go, is some of the softness on both China and Iran, is that the direct result of uh, the goods they have on him, what they know about his, his family's corruption? Uh, it's a legitimate question. Yeah, so the compromiseness, that's the key word, I think, in all of this. So let's jump to that, and then we can bounce back a little bit to some more of Hunter's doings. But, but what's the implication here? Compromised how? With whom? Well, again, when you have millions of dollars flowing in from uh, entities, uh, largely controlled by, for example, the Communist Party of China, uh, flowing into the uh, labyrinth of businesses that Hunter Biden and, and the Biden family set up, basically water money. Um, that creates a, a real problem for a sitting president when you have that level of corruption, particularly when you have a president that has lied repeatedly to the American public. Uh, you open with that clip of Hunter Biden. You know, his dad is an accomplished liar. Uh, why, why wouldn't we believe that uh, Hunter Biden is every bit as accomplished as well? So again, this is serious business. Re remember, we went through how many years of political turmoil because of the false uh, narrative, the false allegation that Trump might have been doing deals in Russia and that could have compromised the Trump presidency is complete BS. It was completely false. And yet the mainstream media, you know, like, like uh, bulldogs in, in, you know, in, in somebody's ankle, that they ran with that story for years, even though it was pretty obvious that was totally false. The FBI knew that. Uh, so now we actually have a clear cut case of that level of uh, entanglement, that level of uh, connections between countries that are adversarial to America, millions of dollars flowing in from those uh, countries into the coffers of the Biden family, and the media just shrugs and say, oh, there is no evidence. No, there's a mountain of evidence. It's just the mainstream media has continued to cover up for the Biden family. Sorry, I suppose there's a spectrum to this answer. So where are you on the spectrum of this is Joe Biden's doing, this criminal enterprise, and Hunter's like the, the, the fall guy or whatever, or the bag man, or is this Hunter Biden's brainchild and Joe Biden is just uh, stumbling along on the side, un unknowing what's really happening in front of him? Where are you on that? What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. Joe Biden is the Don. You know, he's the one that was a senator, that was a vice president, now is president of the United States. I mean, it's his name uh, that the family grifts off of, that uh, they cash in on. So he's the mastermind from my standpoint. Uh, uh, obviously, he's lied repeatedly that he never talked to Hunter about his overseas business deals. Why would you lie if you're not trying to cover up something that was wrong? And his brother's been profiting off uh, his brother's name for years. So again, he's the head of the family. He, he is the Don, if you want to make an analogy to the mafia. 
and obviously he's compromised. We have evidence of it. For example, the, the one email that says that uh, there'll be 10 percent withheld for the big guy. Uh, Hunter Biden in a in a uh, email to his daughter, I believe it was, is talking to you, bemoaning the fact that he's got to support uh, the family. But uh, don't don't worry, uh, daughter. My uh, uh, I'm not going to require you to give me 50 percent of your income like pops does. So again, there's so many indications, and now we're starting to get the goods on it. You know, Senator Grassley and I laid out the labyrinth of companies. We showed the tens of millions of dollars of uh, suspicious uh, funds flows. Now the, the House is filling in the piece of the puzzle, more and more details. They're getting the bank records. We're seeing more money flow to more Biden family members. And again, just take a look at how obvious this is. What did any of those Biden family members do to deserve those levels of payment? You know, I, I come from the business world. You, you don't just turn over a million dollars to somebody without any expectation of getting something in return. They, they were expecting yeah. some kind of a, a government action, uh, some kind of favorable treatment from Vice President of the United States. The concern is there's always gonna be some level of plausible deniability to it all, right? I feel like people are waiting for the per for some proof that of, the, of the perfect crime here, Senator, where it's like, aha, we, we've proved it. Like, are you ever gonna get that thing, that, that, that email where Joe Biden says, I'm the big guy. Uh, listen, I think we have enough evidence. Uh, you, you're starting to see the the actual cash flow. You know, one of our problems is, you know, Hunter Biden, that what I would consider very narrow indictment, uh, evading $1.4 million in taxes over four years. Now, again, just think of that. You know, most most Americans would dream of having a tax liability $1.4 because it means they made so many more millions of dollars, and that'd be wonderful. So, again, $1.4 million of tax evasion during that same four-year period, Hunter Biden spent $4.9 million of that $1.6 million was in cash. Okay, that, that's about $1,000 a week in cash. No, I guess $1,000 a day in cash. It's a, a tremendous amount of money, okay? And you have to wonder, is that how Joe Biden, the big guy, got his 10% cut uh, through untraceable, cold, hard cash. It's certainly one of the mm. possibilities. And of course, we also saw all kinds of evidence of you know, Hunter paying for his bills and Joe uh, potentially putting money into his bank accounts to pay for things like you know, the, the sex trafficked women that uh, Hunter Biden spent about uh, 600 some thousand dollars on alone over that time period as well. So again, the level of corruption is grotesque. It's actually vile in terms of how uh, Hunter Biden spent the, these ill-gotten gains. You mentioned the cash, and uh, but Joe was asked something about that. He said, well, where's the money? Where's the money, Senator? You say I'm, I'm swimming in the money. Where is it? I don't, I don't have all this money laying around. Again, I, I don't know where he keeps his bank accounts. Was the Cayman Islands, the Bahamas, uh, Switzerland? I don't know. Uh, but again, uh, my concern is that the, the Chinese intelligence agencies, Iranian, Russian intelligence agencies do know that, and they're probably holding over his head. I, uh, I think, I know I have, Senator. I've fallen for this, and I think, I think others have. I don't have a name for it, if you want to call it like the NCIS effect or something, where we think that a problem will be presented and then the solution will be wrapped up in a 40-minute episode, right? Or maybe it'll be like a couple-episode season on Amazon that you can binge-watch on a weekend. And I get frustrated when real-life things take time. Do you sense the frustration of the American people of hurry up already, guys. Sure. Like get you to know, the bottom of this, prove this already so we can move on. 
Nobody can out frustrate me, okay, or Senator Grassley. We laid out more than enough evidence to certainly persuade people not to vote for Joe Biden, but the mainstream media covered it up, intelligence officials covered it up. So, you know, nobody can out frustrate me from that standpoint, but I will say these investigations take time, particularly when you have uncooperative witnesses. You know, people that, uh, you know, for example, shut out subpoena from Congress, are in contempt of Congress. And by the way, that's uh, potentially another crime that Joe Biden has just committed if he was talking to Hunter Biden and encouraging him to not cooperate with that subpoena. You know, th th there's criminal statutes against uh, that type of uh, uh, obstruction of justice. So no, listen, th this is a corrupt family. It is obviously a corrupt family. Piecing together the exact piece of ed evidence takes some time. I think we have more than enough. Now, are we going to have that smoking gun where we have a video of Joe Biden saying, I'm a corrupt individual. I've committed multiple felonies. Uh, you know, cuff me. No, you're probably not going to get that, but pretty darn close to it. Is this impeachable? I believe so. But at the same time, when you're so close to the next election, it's going to take time. I completely support the House's impeachment inquiry uh, from my standpoint, to, to to take up a lot of time in 2024 to actually impeach him in the House, only to have the, the Senate uh, exonerate him because Democrats won't vote for him, or give Democrats the excuse to bump him from the ticket to have a more mm. electable candidate, I don't think politically it'd be a very smart thing to do, but I'm all for the impeachment inquiry. The American public deserves the truth. And then we'll let the American public uh, make the decision in terms of whether Joe Biden deserves a second term, I would hope. They would uh, open up their eyes and not only understand the corruption of the Biden family, but understand the destruction of Democrat governance and how President Biden has, has weakened America across the board and just about every action he has taken as president. Yeah, and hopefully Wisconsin can choose wisely. Again, last question for you, Senator. Um, people will say, hey, what Hunter Biden did, it's no different than other politicians and their wives will be ahead of a lobbying or there'll be a lobbyist. And they'll be like, hey, airline wants to pay me money and you can meet with my husband. Like, it's it's just, it's the wheeling and dealing of DC. What's the big deal? Why are you making a big deal about it? This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. First of all, whatever Hunter Biden did was orders of magnitude larger than what you might see in, in some people related to some members of Congress or politicians uh, in terms of their lobbying efforts, which generally would also have to be registered. He didn't register himself as a foreign agent, which also might be a crime. So no, what, what, what Hunter Biden has done is way above and beyond uh, the normal type of grift and, and corruption in Washington, D.C. This, this is in a league all its own. Senator Ron Johnson from the great state of Wisconsin. It's an honor, sir. Please keep up the wonderful work.
Have a good day. Thank you. The man who put all this together to present to our politicians in DC, Peter Schweitzer from the Government Accountability Institute. No one is better, no one knows more. We'll get to the, the, uh, the, the compromising things specifically with China with Peter Schweitzer next. I don't know if there's a company that I'm more proud of. Like that sounds weird. <laughs> you know, I got, I've never been proud of a company, but like I am, Patriot or uh, Public Square. They're incredible. Like, like the fact that Michael had this vision and executed it, and has executed it so well so far, it's just thriving. I'm just like proud. Like I want to see it continue to grow and truly change this country. I'm not it's like I'm not exaggerating about that, and and he's not either with his vision. Uh, just in the last year, Donald Trump Jr. is a major investor, and they they're now public on the stock exchange. <laughs> what? So it's about making an alternate economy for people like you and me who want to stop giving our money to woke companies. So stop giving your money to people who hate you. PublicSQ.com to find out what values the businesses have to have in order to be featured on the app. And they're the ones that you and I stand for. And you can buy stuff on there and now on the app as well. And you can buy local. You can find local businesses near you that share the same values as we do too. It's amazing. Free download, totally free download in the App Store and publicsq.com. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. I have not had, a, the only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. Oh, that is so good. I've never seen that clip. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's great. Peter Schweitzer is here. No one knows more about all this. He's the host of the Drill Down podcast, president of the Government Accountability Institute, and the author of the book Red Handed, How American Elites Got Rich Helping China uh, Win That Red Handed. Peter, great to talk to you, sir. Great to be with you as always, Mike. Thanks for having me. What do you make of that clip of Joe being like, whoa, whoa, I never got any money. Yeah, well, first of all, it's false. Uh, the family has received uh, large sums of money from China, um, some $31 million. If you look at the laptop and you look at the financial transactions, so uh, $31 million is quite a bit amount of money, uh, but it fits the pattern. I mean, look, when we first broke this story in 2018, they denied that there were any dealings in China at all. Uh, then they kind of morphed to saying, well, there were dealings, but Hunter made no money. That's the clip that you heard. Then it became that uh, you know Joe Biden had no uh, uh, knowledge uh, of the uh, deals. Uh, then it was changed to Joe Biden may have known about them, but he wasn't involved. And now the latest iteration is, well, he might have been involved, but he was not financially involved, which I don't think is correct either. So really from the beginning, they've been dishonest about this. And it's only been the hard work of the congressional committees and some researchers that have held them into account because the mainstream media has been nowhere on this story. Yeah, you're humble. And the Government Accountability Institute uh, doing all the, the, the groundwork in the front end. Um, the, we talked to Senator uh, Ron Johnson a moment ago from Wisconsin. He was fantastic. We like him, right? Yeah, yeah. No, he's terrific. He's been there from the beginning. Uh, and he's just been about wanting to get the facts out, which is what we should all want. So uh, kudos to Senator Johnson. Very good. He, he used the word compromise. And I, I don't hear a lot of politicians use the word Joe Biden's compromise. They kind of leave it at he made a lot of money. 
and and that's it. Right. But he took it the next level. Yeah. Now it's a big next step. So how do you yeah. how do you explain that? Well, I, I would agree with Senator Johnson, and I think it's a question of a couple of things. First, you look at the quantity of money, uh, some $31 million. It's well documented. And this involves, you know, transfers of $5 million to the Biden family for no discernible service whatsoever. So why are they continuously sending tens of millions of dollars to the Biden family? That's sort of a curious question. And then the second thing you want to look at is the issue of who is sending the money. Uh, and as I point out in Red Handed, when you look at the three Chinese businessmen that have sent the bulk of that money, each and every one of them has highs to the, Chinese, to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. Everybody knew he was the son of the vice president at the time, and any intelligence service worth their weight in gold would want to uh, recruit or compromise somebody that, that is in that position uh, of, of leadership in, in a family that's so powerful in the United States. Yes, of course, and the Bidens are happy to take the money. So right now, how do you think Chinese intel is feeling about all of this? Uh, everything with the emails coming out, investigations, impeachment inquiries, all that stuff. How does Chinese intel feel about it? Uh, well, I think they're 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 nervous to some extent. Uh, I mean, look, when uh, when Joe Biden uh, was elected in 2020, president of the United States, there was a very famous speech by a Chinese official bragging, uh, you know, kind of smiling uh, to the people in the audience, the Chinese audience, about, oh, you know, the Bidens are now in office, and we help set them up in business in China. Uh, they're very happy, I think, with the policy approach of the Biden administration. It's not perfect, but they don't want perfect. What they're looking for is what they call big help with a little bad mouth. In other words, they understand that officials in the United States are going to have to bad mouth China. They're even going to have to carry out some policies they may not like. But are they helping them on the things that matter most, which is access to our capital markets, access to our technology? And in those areas, absolutely, Joe Biden is giving them everything they want. So I think they're quite happy. And they certainly would like to see Joe Biden reelected in 2024. That's got to be a priority wow. for them. Wow. Okay. What was that expression again? Did you make up that expression, or is that a, a, a no, like no, Sun Tzu who came up with that? One. <laughs> it's 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 actually a Chinese intelligence expression, uh, which is big help with a little bad mouth. In other words, if you help us on the things that matter, if you criticize us on human rights, or you say things about Taiwan, we don't care because you need to say that to maintain your political credibility in the United States. We're focused on the big things that matter to us, and that's access to Western capital markets, that's access to technology. If you help in those areas, if you say a few bad words, they're not particularly concerned. Yes, of course, of course. How hard is your job? How hard is it to find stuff? My research abilities pretty much end at Google. Like I'm pretty good at Google book search. You know, I perfected that yep. skill in college. But that's pretty much all I got. Right. What, what do you guys do and how difficult is it? Well, uh, first of all, we have a great research team. Uh, I had 13 researchers work on Red Handed, for example. Um, and these are people that are skilled in various ways. We also subscribe to a lot of uh, databases and data sets that are very expensive. These are uh, data sets. They can run in the six figures easily per year to subscribe to. These are used by private equity funds. They're used by the Department of Homeland Security to track the flow of funds and relationships between people. So those tools are helpful, but ultimately what you need to do is you need to look at timing. You need to look at relationships. 
uh, and you need to follow the money. It's the oldest game in the book. So it takes a lot of work. 13 researchers and, and myself uh, worked on uh, the book for uh, about two years. Um, so it takes a lot of research and time, but you know this is the only way this stuff gets exposed because the smart people who engage in this behavior work very, very hard to try to cover their tracks. Ah, smart people. That's what I wanted to ask you about. So our mutual friend, Alex Marlow, author of Breaking Biden, which Government Accountability Institute did a ton of work with, of course, as well. Uh, the whole theme of his book is that Joe Biden is not a dummy. Yep. Uh, I don't know what adjective you want to use, shrewd. I don't, I don't know. Like, what is he and what is his role in all of this? Is he the passive observer or is he, as Senator Johnson said, the Don? Uh, I think he is the he is the sun around which all the other planets in the Biden family uh, rotate. Um, you know, there's no way that Hunter Biden would have gone to China, would have gone to Ukraine and done these deals without the uh, tacit approval of his father. Uh, meaning, if his father told him you're not doing that, he wouldn't have done it. And every commercial opportunity that anybody in the family has generally had has come as a result of his political power. So, look. He's very, very shrewd at using political power to his advantage, not just for his political career, but also for the financial interests of his family. Uh, he's a lot smarter than people give him credit for. I think uh, his opponents make a mistake uh, if they, at this point, viewing as sort of this sort of tottering old man who doesn't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, there are certainly questions about how he's doing um, uh, mentally with age, et cetera. Uh, but the bottom line, uh, this is a guy who has known how to use uh, a power to his personal advantage over the course of decades. And that power and that ability still remains, however diminished it might be. Yes, yes. No one's better at this. Peter Schweitzer, the Drill Down podcast. Please listen to that. Support the Government Accountability Institute and get the facts at Red Handed, How American Elites Get Rich, Helping China Win. Peter, it's an honor. Please keep up the wonderful work. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you, sir. Again, Drill Down Podcast. Go watch that podcast. Coming up next, my friend Emma Jo Morris. She is the person who broke the Hunter Biden laptop story when no one else would. She's next right here on The First TV. Spread the word. Because look, Very there are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is, has all the four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend, Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is now yeah. another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly be. what, is this that's where you're exactly going? what This is going. where he's going. The laptop that, right. is Russia, yes. Russia, Gentlemen, Russia? I want to stay on the issue of race. You okay? have to be kidding. Here Mr. we go President, again with Russia. Oh, that's so good. That line, that, that the five top CIA people, that, that line is so convincing and such a lie. The great Emma Jo Morris is here, Breitbart News political editor. She is the one who broke the Hunter Biden laptop story. Emma Jo was like, that's I bet there were a lot of surreal moments with this whole laptop thing, but that had to be one of them when you're watching the debate and they're talking about the thing you did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that whole time, like the time around the debate, that was, you know, just days after... Um, we broke the story at the Post, and hours after Tony Babalinski came out, um, right ahead of that debate, to say, "Hey, um, I'm revealing myself as one of Hunter's business partners in the CEFC China Energy deal," and Hunter and Hunter Biden was involving Joe Biden the entire time, and I met him as a colleague of Hunter's. It, it was just, God, that time was just—you'll never get it back. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll see what's to come. Uh, big picture. Why does this story matter? I can see a lot of people saying, oh, there's more pressing things in the border, and obviously the border matters. All these other things matter too. But why is, what's the significance of all of this? Yeah, so there's two major uh, elements of significance to this story. And I get this question a lot because sometimes it feels like, you know, the rantings of a crazy person or the musings of somebody who has no problems. And uh, and <laughs> I hear that criticism, but I completely disagree with it. And, and it's not just because I broke the story. Uh, the reason it matters is because, first of all, we're talking about a vast, uh, you know, corruption ring basically with this family where they have interests all over the world that are their personal interests and the prime the most basic role of the president or really any lawmaker any elected official any member of government is to advance the interests of the united states you know um we get caught up a lot of times in who's the good guy and who's the bad guy and as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing that is relevant to a conversation about policy and politics other than interest and what is in the national interest of the country. So if you have a president who um, has his own interests that may clash, in this case, definitely do, because the business partners are the most corrupt countries that you can imagine in the world and ones who are not friends of America, like China is the prime example, you have their interests, they have personal interests tied up in people who have opposing interests to the country that they represent. And then that ends up manifesting in, in bad policy for every American, that, that every American feels. For example, obviously this cannot be, like I wanna caveat what I'm about to say, that this cannot be directly necessarily linked to the Biden family business, but when gas prices were going up ahead of the midterm election, Joe Biden released strategic oil reserves of this country and in order to you know, increase the flow of oil. And in that, in that time, there was some oil that was sold to China. While we were suffering you know, skyrocketing gas prices, and that was one of the most painful moments for the people of this country financially. And he's sending money, uh, he's sending gas to China. What is that? Like, why, why did he do that? There's no logical reason for that to have happened. Again, I'm not saying that I have proof that this is because his son Hunter was in business. However, all I'm saying is we can't know because these people are corrupt, obviously. Now, the second reason this is important, this story is important is because aside from what it revealed about the Biden family, it also revealed an, an insane conspiracy within the government to censor journalism. And it wasn't, you know, I, I talked about this in Congress, actually. It wasn't because the reporting wasn't true, as Joe Biden lied about in that clip that you opened up in the cold open with. It's because the reporting was was true, not because it was false. It was censored because it was inconvenient to the regime. And that, to me, is so, like, that. that gets to the bedrock principles of this country. So that's the key line right there. It was censored because it was true, not because it was false. Now, of course, every time something's censored, we're told because it's misinformation or whatever. But you, what you, what you released with the Hunter Biden story was- Justified censoring it on was that it's misinformation. According to who? Spies? And, and the entire industry in journalism and communications in the case of social media companies just took that line and ran with it, didn't question it for one second. Slater, I, I don't know if, if if you're aware of the role of a journalist, but it's actually to question people in power who are shrouded in secrecy. Um, 
And if I can name the one most powerful institution in America that is shrouded in complete secrecy, that would be our intelligence community and our spy agencies and and journalists just somehow decided that they take their word for it. Pretty amazing. this This is worth digging into again. So one reason I respect what you do so much is because I think you are, I don't know how many more there are, but like an actual journalist. And you. you don't fall for the uh, appeal to authority, which is what Joe Biden just did right there. Because like that's why I said that's an effective line from Joe Biden. Like that's like one would fall for that. The, the what was it? Fifty top intelligence guys, the, t- the most recent five CIA leaders or whatever. Like that's like a that's quite an appeal to authority. That's that's quite the credible argument. If that yeah, is an but- argument that holds water. Well, only if, you, like Joe Biden, you've been in a freezer for the last 30 years. Because as far as I've been like alive and cogent, what have the, what have the intelligence community told us? The, the very credible authorities, what have they told us? They told us that there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. They told us that, um, that Trump was in a conspiracy with Vladimir Putin to um, buy ads on Facebook in order to steal the 2016 election. And now they've told us, okay, now we're coming. And the Hunter Biden laptop was what? Concocted by me and Miranda Devine and Rupert Murdoch and Vladimir Putin in a dark room on Sixth Avenue? Like, what are they even, <laughs> even understood the claim? We only got about a minute, Emma Joe. What? What's what do you uh, predictions? You're not you're not you're a journalist, not a predictor. So I won't ask you that. What would you suggest our course of action is moving forward in the next X number of months until the election? When it comes to this, I think the course of action is really just to to. I don't know how this goes for us because the truth is we don't have subpoena power. This is in the hands of Congress at this point. And however Congress proceeds is how this goes. So, you know, thank God the audience tends to be in conservative media and an alternative media really engaged in an activist audience. And I think that the way to go forward is to really pick up the phone, write a letter to your local representative, to your congressperson and say like, what happened in 2020 was not acceptable. Uh, sorry, in, yeah, in 2020 was not acceptable, was not okay. And we need to understand what went on there. We need to rectify the situation that how it, you must, this is your job to solve how it is that the intelligence community swung an election in essence for Joe Biden and how to prevent that from happening again. That's right. And really demand uh, that, demand that action because these guys, you know, they do investigations, and they kind of hang their hat on that, that, you know, we sent out a flurry of letters and it's like, no, 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 we need a legislative solution to prevent this from ever happening again. Like keep it like the New York Post is the oldest paper in America. It was founded by Alexander Hamilton. The New York Post is the fourth largest circulated newspaper in America. This isn't some like sketchy blog that this showed up in and that, you know, social media kind of was like, meh, meh, you know, we're we're content moderating that because we can't trust like that's nuts that shouldn't be allowed to happen emma joe morris uh when emma joe and i usually talk on our radio show we talk for like a half an hour so this was not nearly enough but uh let's do it over on the radio some more thank you so much thank you for having me on thank you ma'am have an awesome day um someone speaking of radio shows someone called into the sirius xm radio show on patriot 
and they said, uh, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget the way he said it. I won't be able to simulate it. He said, Slater, I'm just, uh, and as soon as he said just, my alarm went off. So uh, hold on. But he said, I'm just a political layman. But, and then he went on and he went on and he made a brilliant point. And I said, okay, first of all, great point. We'll get back to that in a second. But why did you just say you're a political layman? And he said, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm not as smart and I don't know as much as everyone here on, on Patriot, on SiriusX and Patriot. And same to be said for here on the first, of course. And I said, man, first of all, you are way smarter than 90% of this country. So don't sell yourself short. You are so far ahead of the game, you don't even know it. First of all, you're listening to political talk at six in the morning, but, but even that, forget about the smarts, man. You have the wisdom. That's what people lack. Joe Biden is smart. Joe said Hunter's the smartest person he knows. They're smart, but they're not good. And they may be smart, but they're not wise. Proverbs 1. If you had to pick one proverb, just start with the first one. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. Oh, uh, oh, oh, naive ones. Will you, uh, will you love, how long will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing, someone who looks down on you? How long will fools hate knowledge? We're up against the naive, the scoffers, and the fools. You're not one of those. You have wisdom. Now, all those values are written on your heart. You know right from wrong. You have instinct for liars and scoffers and fools. Follow that wisdom. Follow that instinct. Don't let these people get away with convincing you that you're just a or less than or don't know as much. That silence you. That's an effort to silence you. You know what's right and wrong. And it is up to us because no one else is doing it. It's up to us to hold them accountable. The naive, the scoffers, and the fools. Mike Slater, the first TV. Spread the word. Mm -hmm.